Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Lindsay. Hello! And Daniel. Hi! So, today, are you ready to go to the Dark Dimension? The Dark Dimension? How dark is it? pretty dark it's where like, i live <laughs> yeah think of think of like uh think of like a place that's like very dark and edgy and like the lame version of goth <laughs> oh lame goth yeah like real uh, lame I... like a bunch of lame goths oh yeah oh I'll, I'll go there that's fine okay <laughs> <laughs> I've been to worse places. <laughs> yeah, lame goths. That's fine. So, uh, so today we're going to be talking about Umar. Oh, Umar. U M A R. Umar. Umar. Okay. Umar. So, what do you think Umar is? Um. Gosh. Is it another troll creature? <laughs> nope. I think this is a character from Canada. Yumar is from <laughs> Canada. Yumar uh, also, uh, I think, wears fur. Is a clothed hero. Nope, I'm thinking it's a villain, but he wears clothes. I also think it's a he. Um... I think he carries some kind of weapon. He is not a hand-to-hand combat person. Um, he might even carry a shield. Nope. Um, oh, super strength and um, nope. flight. Flight. Well, okay. Let me let me put an asterisk. <laughs> yes to anything you can because they do magic. We're talking about this lady. Ah, it's oh. a lady. Wow! Look at. That set okay, so uh, yeah, so it's a lady. She is wearing green and purple. She's got some diamond shaped things happening on her costume because she's got like uh, purple swoopy things coming from her neck, going almost around where her like a chest piece kind of, uh, and then she's got like like a V shape where her like almost a bikini thing is, but but she it's still a one piece thing. Um she's got Yeah, green, black, purple, yellow, blue. She, oh no no no, that's just her black hair. Long black hair. She's got a bangle. Yep. <laughs> she's got big coin earrings. <laughs> Like, like what I'm imagining is I'm imagining like, like a goth mom, goth who's mom. like very strict, or she's like the mom you're too afraid to want to what have relations with. So, okay, oh my goodness. you took that, what, Lindsay. What was your thought process there? (laughs) You could have just said scary Bob that you don't want to fuck. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were cussing yourself. You're not supposed to cuss in this, Jesse. I I just don't know the thought process. (laughs) 
She has like gladiator sandals with the straps that go like up her calves too. See what I where I was gonna go with is uh the the mom to the to that one person that you think is like kind of cool, and, but like but like like you're a teenage boy who's like really into like super dominant women that are also older, but like you're kind of scared, but also at the same time you hang out with that person a lot. Mm. I'm not talking about a particular person. Are we speaking from personal experience? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, Jeez. So. She does have that strong, dominant woman characteristic about her visual. I could see her in some BDSM where, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you want to guess what her real name is? Umar. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> I did I? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Perfect. Good job, gold star. Okay, so she is the former regent of the Dark Dimension. Um, She's publicly known in the Dark Dimension, but unknown to the general populace of Earth. She is an exiled citizen of the dimension of Faltine. An exiled citizen of the Dark Dimension. Is the Dark Dimension different from the Dark World? Yes. Think of it this way. Um, there's three different limbos, two of them being basically hell and one being an actual like idea of limbo. Mm-hmm. And there's two different hells, one with one L and one with the two L's. Mm-hmm. There's two heavens. Okay. And then there's one like a million a different earths. Got it. So pretty much like yes and no. Always. If you're talking about, is that a place that's different or the same? Yes and no. Always. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so she is an occasional ally of Dormammu. Oh. Who happens to be That's her- That's a bad guy. Who happens to be her mo- her uh, brother. Isn't it like a demon god thing? I think you're being specious. And, uh, families can look different. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Families, families come in all different. shapes and sizes, Lindsay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes from different dimensions. <laughs> and uh, her daughter is Clea, who is Doctor Strange's live-in girlfriend slash student. Okay. Not now, but was for a long time. And mm-hmm. also, Clea totally banged Frank, uh, uh, Ben Franklin. Oh. oh. Are they, like, immortal? No. No, they just did some time travel. Ah. Oh. I need to find that, but like for real, like it was heavily hinted that Clea Bang uh, Benjamin Franklin and that uh, Doctor Strange was just mad the entire time because he basically got cucked by Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> so that's the thing. But she first appeared in Strange Tales number one fifty in nineteen sixty six. Hydra lives. And it was a uh, Nick Fury uh, slash Doctor Strange comic. Umar and her brother Dormammu uh, were sorcerers in the uh, of great mystical power in the dimension of the Faltine. 
Um, originally, Dormammu possessed humanoid form, just as Umar does. Uh, for, but for unknown reasons, Dormammu and Umar were exiled from this dimension. Uh, they sought a sanctuary from Olnar, the wizard king of the Dark Dimension, a small pocket cosmos in the dimension other than Earth, in which the laws of reality are different than the Earth's dimension. Now, the Dark Dimension is not the same dimension that Cloak has inside of his cloak. That is the Darkness Dimension. <laughs> hmm. Dormammu and uh, Umar uh, decided to show uh, Alnar how to expand the realm, and Alnar overruled the objections of the other wizard of his realm, who distrusted the two exiles, and he granted Dormammu and Umar not only sanctuary, but also portions of the power. Um... It's speculated that this took place like thousands of Earth years ago. Uh, in return, the two Faltinians uh, showed uh, Olnar how to break down interdimensional barriers and absorb other pocket dimensions inside its own. Thus, Ol uh, Olnar greatly expanded the Dark Dimension. By the way, she's a bad she's a bad dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, after many years of such conquests, it was discovered that the pocket cosmos that was recently added to the Dark Dimension was the home of the savage creatures called the Mindless Ones. The Mindless Ones spread destruction through the uh, Dark Dimension and killed Olnar. Uh, Dormammu and uh, Umar fair, uh, barely escaped uh, injury at Olnar's side. And then they... Uh, the surviving wizard's just like, yo, you two, you're the reason why this happened. But then, like, Domarmu and Umar is just like, yo, I'm going to attack you first before you attack us. And then they struck them down and then became leaders <laughs> of the Dark Dimension. Hmm. If the Mindless Ones and the Alpha Primitives got in a fight, who would win? No, the Mindless Ones. They're nearly indestructible. <laughs> oh, well, that's That gives them a significant yeah, okay. edge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the people of the Dark Dimension... Uh, thought that basically acclaimed Dormammu and Umar for saving them from the mindless ones, and uh, because Olnar's uh, infant son, uh, Onri, Ornari, Ornari, I can't say words. O r i n i, Ernie, Ernie. I'm gonna go with that. Ernie uh, was unable to rule and the wizards were defeated, they were just like, yo, Dormammu, why don't you rule us? So, so they'd... Invitation? Yeah, so Dormammu magically merged himself with the Dark Dimension's flames of mystic energy, and then transformed himself into pure mystical energy as well. Um, he stated that now he bore the flames of Regency, and those flames could not... Those flames henceforth would march uh, would mark the ruler of the dark dimension and he uh placed a spell um, uh on the remaining wizards that rendered them incapable of speech oh rip so oh my goodness so none of them were able to use their powers against him sad times yeah sad times they chose poorly 
Dormammu condemned the wizards to uh, wander through the dark dimensions as outcasts, um, which they were called afterwards. Suspicious of his younger sister's ambition, Dormammu commanded that Umar dwell apart from most of his subjects. The prince nearly reached adulthood when he first saw Umar and took and was taken with her great beauty and immediately fell in love with her. He almost he reached adulthood when he saw her? No, no, when he reached adulthood. <laughs> when he reached adulthood. Uh, okay. Before I was like, he, yeah, I mean, she's no. pretty, but I mean, <laughs> well, she, well, basically like she was she was basically exiled without being exiled. And uh the prince was didn't see her until he was an adult and then he was just like, "Ooh, yeah." And then yeah. Huh. Um so he basically immediately fell in love um with her. And this messy bitch was just like, "Yo, I'm going to just seduce this young <laughs> young man." Cuz why not, really? You know, he's there. He's willing. She was she's literally thousands of years old. <laughs> and she's she a was cougar. just like <laughs> Don't hate. I think, Don't hate. I, she a cougar no, girl. I, I'm going to hate after okay, so I'm going to hate because she's literally thousands of years old. And this this boy, like it's still a boy basically. Like not even adulthood yet, like close to adulthood. Ah, uh, okay. Oh. Like this is this is the teacher who who has sex with oh, the, no. with one of the students, oh, high school no. students, okay. basically. Yeah, no bueno. Yeah. Uh she found oh oh this is a she's throwing shade at this uh however umar found herself disgusted uh with her first and only sexual encounter with orny or or orny and since then treated orny merely as a servant (laughs) (laughs) the sole sexual encounter with orny resulted uh, and Umar giving birth to her daughter Clea. Wow. So apparently, real potent boy. Mm. Uh, but that's the first time they ever just went out and said, hey, they had sex in this book. And all the books, like most of the time, they do like uh-huh. mated or consummated or something. Uh-huh. They're just like, yo, they banged. <laughs> <laughs> and he banged bad. But wait, wait. And he was <laughs> wait. bad. It was also like his first time. He wasn't even an adult. Sad story. Sad story. I think. Yeah, that's kind of mean. Kind of I mean, mean. You gotta like judge accordingly when you go young like that. Oh God. <laughs> no, let's let. Okay. No, okay. I don't know. So, hey, hey, <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay. Oh my God! I can't believe I just said that. Lindsay. Let's not have that. <laughs> L- Lindsay, and can we get cut. into this a little bit more? <laughs> and. My name's Lindsay. Uh, we're from Thirty Three Percent Pub. <laughs> so you you put yourself in these situations, Lindsay. Always, I do. It's no I one do. else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so um, she had a baby, right? Yeah, so she, yeah, she had a baby. This is the only time where they frankly talk about sex in these entire things. It's still going on. Jesse is Apparently, blown away by the amount of sex happening. <laughs> I feel like for real, they always they always say it in like euphemisms. They never uh-huh. just say like they never come out and say it. This well, is so weird. Like who wrote this one compared to all the other ones? But whatever. Okay. 
So this is Umar. Yes, that's so, what she does because she's a dominatrix. So basically, she gave Clea to her uh, boy slave, and she never really, and she never really shown any love towards Clea, and until recently, sorry, only them two knew that Clea was their daughter. Uh, Umar's attitude towards sex changed considerably after her affair with Orani. And now she uses the erotic arts as a mean of dealing with her allies. In fact, it was because of her sensual desires that Umar has shown no entrance in transforming herself into living energy as Dormammu has. So basically, she loves having sex so much, she does not want to become a nearly omnipotent being. Okay. Or, like, her body is her means of being that, because it seems like that she gets a lot out of that. I mean... Which is unfortunate, but, I mean, I'm just... Yeah. Well, uh, she continued to mature... As she continued to mature, she developed uh, She developed her mystical powers, and Dormammu became increasingly aware of her resentment at being a subordinate to him. Um, but he was still unwilling to share his leadership with her, fearing that she might become his equal uh, if she were allowed to train herself much longer. Um, then, through the use of trickery, Dormammu imprisoned her within a tiny pocket universe, which conditions existed such that she could neither escape or have any means to learn how to develop her mystical powers more. Umar... Uh, remained until Dormammu, infatuated with his own power, attacked uh, Eternity, the embodiment of the life forces within the Earth dimension, who was far more powerful than Dormammu. So basically, Dormammu was just like, hey, I'm pretty powerful. I'm going to attack the universe itself. It didn't work out um, too well. No, no, it didn't. Uh, then she took over the uh, Dark Dimension. Because Dormammu was imprisoned in another pocket dimension. And, uh... Wait, but how did she get out? Because, because like, the pocket dimension that she was being held in was was opened up because Dormammu decided to fight the universe. Right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So she was just like, hey, I don't like my brother that much, but I'm gonna avenge him by fighting Doctor Strange. Yeah, but blood is blood. Uh, or then, mystical um, energy is mystical energy. <laughs> <laughs> so she clashed with Strange on various uh, occasions, and um, she even cooperated with Dormammu sometimes. She was then, uh, she was then actually challenged by rebels led by Clea, and then Clea was basically made into the leader of the dark uh, dark dimension. Does Clea know that? know her parentage or no 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 until she didn't know until recently okay she was basically put in suspended animation after she was dethroned okay that's the rest of the story there's not much <laughs> more to her <laughs> all right yeah she, she seems more like a vehicle for other people like she seems like a a sub character like most of the women in dr strange's life oh Oh, I'm not a total... I don't know so much about Doctor Strange. No, no, I'm saying that as a fact. Most of the women in Doctor Strange's life are just a vehicle. Mm. Um. So, yeah. Um, not so much to this day, but some still kind of are. Um, 
So she's 5'11". That's tall. Weighs 200 pounds. Has green eyes and black hair. Mm-hmm. Very striking. Mm-hmm. Her uniform, her, her outfit brings out the color in her eyes, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so we don't know exactly how strong she is. She's not necessarily stronger than someone of her race, but we don't know how strong they are. Right. They could have just put a number, but you know, whatever. Over 9,000. <laughs> uh, she has the same ability of magic. It's magic. It gets whatever she wants it to be. <laughs> so, so yeah, cool. that's, that's Umar. Cool. All right. So, yeah. What do you think? Uh, she's not my favorite. Yeah. So tonight we recorded Ultron, Umar, and Ulick. Maybe Ulick would be my favorite. The troll? Or Ultron. Umar just doesn't have much going for her besides sex. I don't know. It's not so interesting. Yeah. Well, and magic. Sex and magic, you know. <laughs> and sexy magic. <laughs> so, so like, so, like, if she was a person that was, like, in the same room as me, I'd be super interested. Hmm. But... As a person of Marvel Universe, I'm just kind of like, eh, like you're like a dime a dozen. Hmm. Yeah. She's too scary to be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if it was in real life, in person, I'd be like, okay, you, you frighten me. <laughs> I'm going to go back to where the food is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the stand, buffet. Stand, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, stand by the food. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, uh, like, eh, eh. All right. Eh, that's all I have. Umar, <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, so it turns out that this was an unintentional transition week between <laughs> characters uh-huh. that I wanted to talk about, because, oh, uh, we're talking about someone who I really want to talk about next week, and I'm sorry, uh, first off. But also, I love recording with you guys, so it wasn't bad. But we are talking Who's next week. We are talking about my favorite Soviet super uh, super villain next week, Unicorn. Oh, so so yeah. Uh, let's do plugs. I am Daniel, and my co-host is Lindsay. We are thirty three percent pulp. We take pulp fiction novels, we split them into thirds, and recap them over three episodes with a guest host. You can reach us at on Twitter at 33 underscore pulp. On Instagram, we're at 33 pulp. And our website is 33pulp.com. Um, yeah, links. I have them in my description. Follow them. Listen to another <laughs> entire episode, <laughs> please. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>